is the repeating theme in the jobs you have had and in your career that gives you insight into what a fulfilling job and career look like for you? What is the repeating theme in the jobs you've had and the career you've had that may give you insight into what a fulfilling job and career might look like for you? If you took a moment, just a moment, to think about the common factors in all the jobs you've ever had, what does it tell you about yourself? Taking just a moment to think about jobs is one thing, but what is it that you always ended up doing that might, or thinking about that, that might have always been pointing at your true north? Careers are like tapestries of jobs that have always been taking us somewhere. They're like, they're like patches on a quilt. I have a sister who's a quilter, and so I, there's a lot of quilt talk in my house, but they're like patches on a quilt that tell the stories of learning, of growth, of blisters, of failures, of scars, of dismays, and even discouragement, and of learning and discovery and also great successes. And that tapestry, from a whole perspective, usually tells us something about something, but, but we too rarely pause to think about it. Like, what is the story it's telling? I'm not sure I've ever fully imagined doing exactly what I'm doing today when I was younger. Um, I wish I had moved forward with more intent, but I don't, I don't think I did early on. And while the decisions I made might have given hints into what I was being prepared for now as the CEO of Wild Leaders, to be honest, I was mostly walking on the paths of what I imagined might be possible without truly understanding where I was going and what it would be about. And for some of us, it was a career in aerospace or plumbing or excavation or management or tech or raising children or education or healthcare, or farming, or robotics, or leadership, or government, or law enforcement, I could go on and on, or food service. Um, that's the way we often think about our career. But when you stop to think about the common themes across, or the theme across the different roles you've played, what is it that you always end up doing? And typically doing well. And for me, at least, I think at this point in my life, at the center of my career, I guess my adult working life, are these words. It's a lot of words. I kind of threw this together, but this is what I would say maybe was at the center of that was unconventional architecture built for learning, engagement, and hope. <laughs> it's kind of, if I were to say like something that was at the center of no matter what I was doing. And everywhere I've gone, whether it was teaching little kids tennis, becoming a professional professor before I was ever qualified to be, coaching basketball, building a leader development system and launching a business or uh, launching a graduate program, or launching the Wild Foundation as a nonprofit or whatever. What I've always loved doing is architecting learning and hope and a future with a, with a team of people I love working with. A band, if you will, is the way I describe my team. My band. These have been bands of courageous and sacrificial leaders with the same goal. Um, deep and personal, hope-filled transformation of lives. One leader at a time. And that probably sums up the movement and direction of my career, and it's what still drives me forward today. Um, what is it for you? What comes to mind when you think about your career, the job you have now? And what is the theme that links it all together? And if, if you're our early career, what do you aspire to it being about? And what messages have you heard already that might tell you something? Well, here we go. I'm Dr. Rob McKenna, and welcome to The Wild Conversation, where we make the best thinking in psychology, leadership, and organizational science accessible to leaders who are willing to learn and edit for their sake 
and for the sake of others. And we're continuing our series on living your intentional life. And our conversation this week and today is a fulfilling job and career. So I have I have an older brother, and he's 17 years older to be exact, uh, uh, whose words I take very seriously. He, he usually writes, but in one instance, he, he was right, and it was the wrong advice for me. That's, that's a kind of complicated way to talk about it, but he was right, but it was the wrong advice for me. He probably doesn't even remember this conversation, but early in my career, he said to me something like this. He said, be a consultant and don't build an organization. You'll make a lot more money and have a lot more free time. Um, and I think he said more than that. But And then he said something that has always stuck with me. He said, don't build your own business because it, if, if you build the beast, you have to feed the beast. Those words are so wise and absolutely true. But here's the problem. What I now know that I didn't know then is that I'm a beast builder. I've spent my career architecting unconventional but engaging learning based on the real experiences of people and leaders my entire career, and I am a beast builder. I build scalable and sustainable and repeatable organizations, and I do it with a band every time. Bands that stick together for, for the long haul. It's just been, if I look at the theme of the way I've done things, and the reason he was right is that launching your own business is so much easier said than done. If someone simply wanted to make a lot of money and, uh, and for life to be uncomplicated, I would say hang your shingle, become a life coach, or work for a larger organization, and, or be a consultant, independent consultant. But if you are a beast builder like me, someone who is driven by mission and drive to build and sustain a team, a band of brothers and sisters who will go to battle together, that's who I am. Um, I don't believe all of us are beast builders. I'm so glad we're not. It would be in a weird world. <laughs> We'd all be working alone, by the way. Um, but some are. And some of us are beasts who build with those who cannot help but build scaling and impactful organizations or teams within an organization. So it doesn't mean you have to start your own business. I don't think you have to be an entrepreneur to build beasts. I tell you that story about my brother because I'm sure your career has been full of great advice and right advice that may or may not have been true or true of you. And there is a, there's a story there, a whole story. We all have them. And so I invite you to continue to think about that theme. And for the sake of this conversation today, I wanted to invite you, as we consider what a fulfilling job and career look like, to step back and get a much larger picture of it all. And after all, if we are to get real and and sustainable and lasting perspective on what our work and career are, will be or have been about, I think we have to do that. Um, so I ask us again, I ask us all again, what is the repeating theme in the jobs you have had and your career that gives you insight into what a fulfilling job and career look like for you? And in preparation for stepping back, I want to offer a perspective. <laughs> it's like I'm stepping back and then stepping back again <laughs> on the relationship between a job and a career. That is this. Jobs are containers for the experiences that will give us in, insight into the deepest crevices of our potential, our character, our impact, and the calling on our lives. Jobs are those, are those um, that's what they are, those containers for those experiences. A career is our pro progression forward into the experiences that excavate our potential. And ultimately, the accumulation of those experiences into why we are here in the first place. So, just to, well, I'll come back to that. But so, what is a career anyway? Did you know? <laughs> 
Did you know that the Latin root of the word career, it comes from a, a few spaces. So I'm not going to say this correctly, but uh, Carraria in what's called vulgar Latin, meaning carriage or road or track for wheeled vehicles. The original root came, comes from the word uh, caris or chariot. And you, you get where this is going, career, car. And more recently being translated as a profession for which one trains and which is undertaken as a permanent calling. So interesting. It's where the word car comes from. And even the word careening. Careening off course. A career in medicine or farming or being a career as a, a career soldier or electrician. The commonality is that a career, is, this is so fascinating to me. This stuff just blew my mind. That a career is a movement, a progression on a theme and is rooted more deeply in our why. So what does that have to do with a fulfilling job and career? It means that a career is more alive than dead. It's not static. It is moving. By definition, it is moving, changing, and provides insight. I've been listening to uh, Dave Grohl's autobiography. If you don't know who Dave Grohl is, shame on you. Uh, but no, Dave Grohl is the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. He was the drummer from Nirvana in his book called Storyteller. Um, and he says something at the beginning of his book that's, that really did strike me. He said at one point he was describing, I think his daughter was five years old, and she asked him to teach her how to play drums. And he, and he never had drum lessons, by the way. And he, and he started as a drummer. If you didn't, this is, so he started with, didn't start with Nirvana. This book is really fascinating. But as he describes what it was like to see his daughter begin to learn drums, he makes a statement that really stood out. He says he noticed how much she looks like him on the drums. And he said something like this. He says, I believe that our gifts and everything about us is somehow deeply rooted in our DNA. He said, even our DNA from our ancestors generations ago. And this is more Rob's sort of translation of some of the things he said next. And those experiences, like that of his daughter playing drums for the first time, give us a chance to discover things about ourselves that are deeply rooted in the generational strands of our DNA. I don't know if that's true. And by the way, it would be almost it'd be nearly impossible to prove. Like he's not making some statement about nature nurture or whether leaders are born or made or drummers are born or made. It's not the point. But I found it fascinating to think about this reality that he's describing, that these experiences we have give us a chance possibly to see something so deeply rooted in us without trying those things out we may never see. Really interesting. So what if, just what if, our jobs are containers for the experiences that will help us to discover those deep strands. Not only the strands of our potential and strengths, but also this is where it gets wild. Like you may not hear this in other conversations happen on Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, but but also the things about our character that will serve us and others and the strands of our character that we and others will have to deal with. I think that's one of the realities we have to face from a whole perspective. It's not just discovering our potential, but it's also discovering some, some character. I don't know if they're flaws, what I would describe it as, but things about us that may need to change. Jobs are the containers for the experiences that will show us a larger picture of why we are here. It blows my mind to think about, and it's consistent with all the adult learning literature we know. We learn best through experiences, moments where we are engaged that sometimes go well and sometimes don't. Golly. Now imagine this and entertain this. It also means that we don't know it all. 
And without those experiences, we may never discover our faults, our failures, our character, our strengths, and potential for great things in our lives and lives of others. And I don't think the point is to that we have to just try everything out to discover those things, because I think there are there are lessons within the jobs we've had that if we took a moment, this is the point, is maybe it would tell us something where we don't have to go do that other thing. We may not have, doesn't mean you have to try everything, but isn't that interesting to think about that, that experiences might be that, that lever to pull. And because we move forward imperfectly, it does not mean we should try everything, but, but that we, as I was saying, that we should listen for what we are learning today that may give us insight into what we could become, as well as what we may need to change. So what in the world does this all have to do with a fulfilling job and career? So here are a few things to think about. I'm just going to make some points. Now, some of this is going to get like more concrete than this bigger idea of let's look at the themes. Let me just give you some things to think about. Here's, another, here's one. That we would see each job as a process of ongoing discovery about what you cannot help but do well and who you will serve in the world. I would love it if someone told me that early in my career. I would just, it would have been so cool. I, I'm glad I'm hearing it for myself now, maybe. Um, the second, maybe another thing is see your career as the movement forward into what it is you are called to do and how you will serve in the world. It's this movement forward, like the car, like the chariot. It's this progression of discovery. <laughs> Here's my other point that is kind of a little bit, sounds off track, but I couldn't help but say it. Like when it comes to fulfilling jobs, find a great manager and work for them. They won't be perfect, but it'll help. Avoid the trap of hating your job because you have a horrible boss. A new boss is out there that will be better, but it takes risks and likely starts and stops. And I also want to say this. Don't blame our bosses for everything. You know, we got we to gotta be careful about that. Um, get out of the trap that it's all about you. I think I wish someone had told me that early on. It's all about you and about them. As you discover how you learn and what you cannot help but do well, find a team that is on a mission you believe in with a great leader and go. Leap toward that. Um, another thing, I have them as points. Number five, think intentionally about how much resourcing you need and be direct and look at options for how you can be a part of a team you are interested in, you feel driven by. Another thing related to careers and jobs is see the ups and downs of jobs and see as seasons. And if the seasons last too long, maybe look for a different way to discover what's next. But give it a chance. Sometimes those seasons take some time. Um, I got to say one other thing. I think when it comes to like us having a fulfilling job and career is like remaining open to editing. Uh, this is where all the growth mindset literature comes in. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I have a friend with every perk in the world in his job. It's unbelievable when I saw where he works. Like every perk you could imagine. And he was, he goes, he'd been, hadn't been there that long. And he was like, I'm, I'm looking for a different job. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like this is unbelievable. And I said, why? And he goes, it's my manager. And, uh, and then he said, you know what's crazy is the whole team is looking for different jobs. I saw him, I saw him recently and I said, how's your job going now? And he goes, it's amazing. And of course, then I said, so did you get, do you have a different manager now? He goes, no, same manager. He said, we, we gave feedback to the manager and he took it all. He changed fundamentally. This was a high level person, changed fundamentally how he does everything. And he says, the whole team loves their jobs now. It's been a few weeks. 
And so I think the message is, is like, if you have a bad, a bad boss or you, you picture them that way, it's like change is possible. I couldn't, be, I couldn't believe my ears. Um, and also I think is, is realizing that maybe change is possible for us at the same time. Um, another thing I th- I can't help but say this is find or develop a great team that is committed to continuing to be a great team. It's one of the things that if you, if you knew the wild organization better and the leadership team that I work with, I'm not just on a great team. I'm on a team that is committed to continuing to be. And so that means being intentional about how we show up. A team that is careful and thoughtful about who brings in, who, who we bring into the band. Um, and doesn't just recruit talent. You know, um, and then remember this, the jobs, both good and bad, will be necessary for growth. Like jobs are those containers. And without scars, we will lack wisdom. And without great successes with great people and a great job, we will lack courage. And so I think it takes both those scars and those successes to build wisdom and courage to go forward. There's so much to think about. I know this concept for me. I've just been reflecting all week in preparation for this. And I want to come back to a couple things I said. As we go out into a conversation, first of all, is this jobs are containers for the experiences that will give us insight into the deepest crevices of our potential and our character, our impact and our calling. And, and a career is our progression forward into those experiences, ultimately the, the accumulation of those experiences into why we are here in the first place. And this question, I come back to it. This has been challenging me all week. I've been asking it for, from of so many people. What is the repeating theme in the jobs you have had and in your career that gives you insight into what a fulfilling job and career look like for you? So let's just keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening to this Wild Conversation. To join our live Wild Conversation on Fridays, visit our website at wildleaders.org backslash wildconversation. And subscribe to this podcast for regular whole and intentional leader development conversations. Have a great day.